everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 131 on Monday the 16th of May 2011. My name is Steve Layton and I know this because... God, I haven't done that one for a while, have I? Um, anyway, moving on. Um, glad to be back home. I kind of missed home. I miss... I really got into doing the videos here. It's kind of a nice spot. I can leave the lights set up and yeah, it's kind of very convenient. So it's nice to be back. But I am looking forward to the next couple of weeks, which are going to be on the road. Um, we've got a very exciting one next week that you must watch. It's going to be amazing with a special guest star. So, um, yeah, that's going to be coming up next week. But I have a feeling that this week's one may be a short and sweet one. Um, I don't have lots of information on the coffee, which I think is kind of good news, um, as it means we can talk a lot about the taste and how delicious and amazing that it is. So, the coffee is from Malawi. It's another one of our Malawi coffees. Um, this is uh, called Maxwell Munthali. Um, it's another one of the Geisha varietal lots. Like the other two Malawis that we have on the site, uh, this is grown in the Vipia um, North Hills, um, overlooking Lake Malawi. It's a micro lot, uh, like the other ones. It's a Geisha lot, like the other ones. Um, Geisha, I know I've done this before, but I'm going to kind of go into it again a little bit, is a varietal that um, is, was very rare. Um, it kind of dropped away an awful lot because the uh, agronomic, agronomic yield of the coffee um, is very low. So commercially, it doesn't make a lot of sense to plant it. But it was planted in uh, Panama, uh, well, or some plants were found in Panama on a farm called Esmeralda which uh, really attracted and made people interested in this varietal, again, because it was a very stunning lot. Now, there's been a bit of a land rush to uh, plant geisha since this because of the prices that it's fetched, and some of the geishas I've cooked are not great. But I kind of like this one because it is, um, it's historical geisha. It's not been planted because of this uh, freak accident that happened in, um, uh, in Panama, but it is uh, an amazing coffee that grows in that condition, those conditions very well, and it's been there for years, so it, I kind of like that a little bit. The coffee is from the same mill as the uh, Mazimba and the Vipia uh, that we're stocking, but it originates from a different co-op, so a group of different people. Um, the lot size is tiny, tiny, tiny. It's a four-bag lot, um, that's it. Uh, it won't be around for very long, it's, it's just a very, very small, interesting lot that we thought it would be interesting to, uh, interesting to, interesting to, interesting to dive into and, and, and show you guys as well. So, that's as much info as I have on the coffee. It's not one that I have lots and lots on, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to tasting it, as I know what amazing coffee that it is, and I hope that you're going to be tasting it with me. So I am going to whap you on pause, I am going to go and make the drink, and I'll be back in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back and uh, I'm going to dive straight into the espresso as soon as I get my spoon. Excuse me, leaning over. So, first thing you notice actually before I stir it is the crema is incredibly dark on it. Uh, lovely golden colour to it. Um, no sign that it's going to be a great espresso, but it looks beautiful. And um, yeah, really, really nice. So. Wow! Have you ever had a super sour sweet that makes you go, that's like a super sour sweet. Whoa, that's a lot of acidity. I've gone for a double, and I normally have singles. 
and that's because somebody's stolen my uh, baskets for the Aurelia for the um, the two spout one, and I only got the double in the blind in the blank portico, bottomless portico. Jeez, words difficult, hard mouth, working not. But whoa, that is just full of acidity. It is so in your face. I wish I can feel it behind my eyes. It really is a zingy, zesty punch in the mouth. Um, not my bag. Um, certainly not my 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 kind of espresso. But let's see whether it improves in milk. Um, do you know what? In milk it is better, but it's still just really kind of acidic. Lots of acidity, and, and that's all you get. It is, it's almost, I don't know if I've made this word up, but it's almost pithy. Um, so you, you, the pith, it is, the, I'm sure it's pith. The bits that stick to like lemon, and, and inside the rind of a lemon, it's really dry and, and pithy. And, and that espresso is still there, even though I've just covered it with some milk and espresso. The espresso is still sitting underneath, so something we haven't done for a while. Um, and somebody mentioned it to me yesterday. I was in, uh, well, actually, let me go back to Friday first of all. Friday, it was the Irish Brewers' Cup, <clears throat> and we were, uh, it was held at Marco, and we were one of the sponsors. So I, I went along to support the day and, and see what was going on. And um, one of our customers, Keith, and I know Keith will be watching, so Keith, congratulations, mate, well done, won with uh, Finca Belinda from Bolivia. And uh, Keith is uh, he's at university, he's a graduate student, um, and an In My Mug subscriber, and thought I'm gonna enter this big posh coffee competition, and did and won. So really congratulations, Keith. You know how proud we are, because I spent most of yesterday telling you that we were, but you did a, an awesome job. And his presentation was very much about uh, In My Mug and um, the, the way that uh, we do the In My Mug. But then on Saturday, it was Tampa Tantrum Live. Uh, there's going to be some videos coming out really soon, and I'll probably talk about it more next week because they'll be up and uploaded, hopefully, by then. Um, but that was really exciting, some great talks going on. But lots of customers there, and one of the customers came up to me and said, how come you don't do Snozzer in the Bowl anymore? I didn't get your name, but whoever you are, we're doing it today. And I shall try and do it more often because it's such an important part of the coffee of the aromas that come off, so... It smells bright. <laughs> Everything about this coffee is bright. I mean, I've, I've not tried it as espresso or milk before, um, only as brewed or on the cupping table. And, wow, wowee. So, ooh, mug. I love whoever sent me this mug. If you can, hope you can see that, it's got mills on it, um, and it's like a little beaker from a lab uh, with a handle on, and I just love it. it it really appeals to the geek on me, geek on me, geek in me. Um, I absolutely adore it. So whoever you are, please email me because I'd like to thank you personally. It's an amazing gift. It just came up through the post. No name, nothing attached to it, just an amazing mug. Uh, and in honour of that, I've put my geeky caffeine t-shirt on as well. See, I'm in a real geek mode because I've been geeking it out with everybody this weekend at uh, uh, in Dublin. So how many mils shall I have? Uh, I will have 250 mils. Right, so, again, you get lots of the smells that you're getting off the grinds and off the coffee. You can smell this is a bright coffee. But this is where it shines. This is where it's really good. This is zingy. This is tarty. 
This is now. I saw on Twitter earlier, uh, Dale Acoustica Coffee, or uh, Dale Harris, who works works with us. Um, he put five a.m. signs, and I'm going to actually call you out, Dale, because I think you're wrong. Don't think it's five a.m. signs. I think it's Punk IPA because of that that drying of the mouth along the sides of my tongue as I drink it. The sides just dry out, and you just get this zingy, zesty burst of lemon and lime. Um, it's a little bit of lemon rind. It's just it is a full mouth explosion of acidity. This is what you call a bright coffee. Understatement of the year. Um, it's a big, zesty bowl of fruit. Um, it is delicious. Not my thing as espresso. I think it could work very well in a blend. I love the crema. I mean, the crema is still. I can't. It's really difficult to show you on the camera, but this. Is, I don't think I can, but the, the crema is still sitting there. Let me see if I. I don't know whether that will get it, but the creamer is still sitting there. And I mean, that's been, that's been made ages and it's still there. It's really holding on. It's a beautiful colour, absolutely beautiful. And this was only roasted Friday, so it's super, super fresh. An amazing coffee. I, I think it, order of preference is going to be very easy on this one. Espresso last, cappuccino in the middle, and right on the side there. Um, out on its own. In fact, we should move to a different planet, and those should move to a different planet over there because they—that is perfect brewed coffee, but really not my bag in espresso. But it may be yours, so please comment below. Uh, I would love to hear what you think of it. Um, I, I've kind of been diving into the comments quite a bit recently. There's a few people have been posting on some of the older videos comments as well, which is ace. It's always really good to kind of remind myself of ones that we've done. Right, uh, what else do I need to do? I've said congratulations to Keith, I've said about Tampa Tantrum Live, I've said that next week is going to be great. should tell you three things about the coffee, I guess. One, it's a tiny lot, it's only a four-bag lot, uh, grown in the uh, Vipia Hills uh, of Malawi, and is uh, full of lemon, lime, acidic, uh, and is absolutely gorgeous brewed coffee. Um, and I think that's enough information for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, I will be talking to you soon, and remember, life is too short.